to most people, productivity means how much can you get done? But what if we flip that and just make it, how can you get the right things done? This week on the podcast, Amber De La Garza joined me and we talked about productivity and systems. So let's jump into this week's episode. Welcome to the Biz Podcast, where we're going to talk about running a business you love while still having the life you want. I'm Lara Wellman, and together we're going to talk about dreams, goals, and strategies, but even more importantly, mindset, boundaries, breaking the rules, and getting out of your own way. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, Amber. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. I am going to start out by having you tell everybody who you are and what it is that you do. Yeah. So my name is Amber De La Garza, and I'm the productivity specialist. I work with small business owners on how to improve their time management and level up their productivity so that they can have more profits, more time for the things that matter most in their business and life. Which is perfect because I know from most of my clients, that's where they get stuck, right? Where you want more money and you want more time. Yeah, that's exactly. Two big areas. So your productivity specialist, what does that mean exactly? What does productivity mean to you and to the people that you work with? Yeah, thanks for asking. I mean, productivity is like one of those hot buzzwords, like people throw it around and there's so many definitions. And so over the years, I have developed my own definition and I'll share it. And if y'all like it, it's my first gift to you. Pretty much productivity is investing your best time into your best activities, which is a great framework because it can apply to anything. While today we're going to be talking all about business, that could apply to your health goals, relationship goals. Because we always want to make sure that we are being able to give our best like undivided attention and time into the activities that will allow us to achieve our goals. And so in business, that tends to be for a small business owner, it's going to fall under marketing and visibility activities, right? Sales conversations would be the next bucket. The bucket after that is servicing your clients. And then ultimately leadership as we grow our businesses. And those four buckets are where we find our highest value activities that make the biggest impact on our profitability as business owners. Amazing. Because yeah, a lot of times people think productivity means just doing more. And it's not just doing more. It's doing the right stuff. Man, that's a race. I don't think anyone gets to win if it's just about doing more and working harder. And it's just, that's when we feel like we're running a race we can never win, which is really defeating. It is. And it's unfortunately something I see a lot, right? People end up, they set themselves up into a position where no matter what they're doing, it feels like they haven't done enough and it's not good enough and it's not working. Yeah, which is really like literally heartbreaking, right? Because it's all with good intention. Like they're fighting for their businesses. They want to put in the hard work and they can't figure out why it's not making the difference they expect to. And really, when we look at productivity, it may just be that the energy and time that we're dedicating is towards the activities that would not have the biggest return on that investment. And so first getting really clear about your right activities is a great place to start with productivity. So if we're talking about marketing, we're talking about sales, we're talking about all of these in the context of productivity, what is it that we're doing to get on the right track to know what we should be doing regularly? Yeah. So the question is, is how do we know what to do in each of those buckets, right? Is that correct? Yeah. What do we do? do? How do we stay consistent? I mean, you and I talked a bit about the word systems 
which is a word some people love and some people hate. But I think, you know, is it creating systems? What are they like? How do you get on top of that? Yeah. So systems is the magic about how you stay consistent, right? So the systems are going to really, really help you show up in a consistent way, but also over time consistently. I think systems actually is such a gift because once you create a system, and while that may take more time and energy, what it does is give you back the bandwidth to be incredibly present to move through you know, tasks or projects in your business because you no longer need to think about what's the next step. You no longer need to think about when do I do something. And when you can take the thinking and separate it from the doing, especially as solopreneurs, magic happens. As business owners, as small business owners, we wear a lot of hats. But two hats that we always wear is the CEO hat and then the employee hat. It just is. Well, if we create a system, when you're creating the system, you're the CEO, you're the decision maker, you're the thinker, you're the, this is what needs to happen, right? Then you get to take that hat off. And then when you're working the system, you have the employee hat on. And when you separate those two, it's a lot less confusing because what happens is, is that when we go to do something and we're wearing the CEO hat when we're trying to do something, we think we can talk ourselves out of it or negotiate why we don't show up or we don't do the thing. And so with systems, I think that it's really, really important to say, okay, what am I going to invest my time in to create a solid system that makes being the employee, the doer, so much easier and more efficient? Which you can use to start growing beyond it being all you all the time doing both roles, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So the buckets that I shared with you about marketing and visibility and then sales and servicing your clients are the first three buckets. But the fourth bucket is leadership. And as your business grows, you're going to spend more and more time in the leadership bucket. And then you can hire for, well, first you would hire for the other bucket, which is where you're spending so much of your time on the things that do not have the biggest impact. You want to get out of that bucket. But then you can keep hiring for maybe somebody else is better at your marketing, right? Like social media. Well, if you want to spend more time in the leadership bucket, you have to be able to have a system and a process to hand over to that person that's helping you, whether it's a part-time VA or part-time employee, full-time employee. And so the best time to create these systems are when you're doing it. You're in the trenches and you're going to make your job easier while you're doing those types of activities. But essentially, you're creating an asset in your business that can then be handed over as training. And this is your SOPs, like standard operating procedures on how to do something for future employees and help. And do you find business owners get overwhelmed thinking about all the work that would go into trying to create these systems? (laughs) Yes. So more often than not, just entrepreneurs and small business owners tend to attract certain personality types, right? And those certain personality types are not always into the details. They're big vision. That's what makes them amazing at what they do. They're creative. That's probably also why they're great at what they do. And so when we ask someone that when their strength is big vision and ideas and creativity to slow it down into creating a strategy, it's like telling them to pull off their fingernails, quite honestly, right? And so how do you move into that if that's just not your thing? I think that's a great question. But before we answer that, I just want to say, or you're the complete opposite. You want to create a system and a process for everything. And that's more your personality. 
And that can be just as much of a detriment to the success of your business because now you're going to over-organize, create so many systems, which is a safe place for a lot of business owners as well. That is an excuse on why we're not getting out and having sales conversations. We're not getting out and doing the things that actually generate revenue. And so the sweet spot is kind of right in the middle. We don't want to be one extreme where we do not care about system. We don't want to be the other extreme where every system is the priority over all else. Right. That's the truth of so many things in our businesses, right? Is that it tends to feel like no matter what it is we're being asked to do, we're doing it too much. We're doing it too little. Everybody else can do it more easily than us. We are struggling, whereas it's about finding a simpler way to do it that is just in the middle. It's not about perfection. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So the person that is like thinking, oh my gosh, this is like pulling out my fingernails to create a system. I would let you know that the best systems are the most simple systems. And that if you have in your mind that it has to be an overcomplicated process or it's overwhelming to think of all the systems that your business is currently lacking, the best place to start is just to focus on one system. And the place where I think has the biggest impact, where you'll see the biggest wins, is what is your system for turning leads or potential leads into clients? And, you know, there's a lot of fancy terms for it, but like, what is your follow up system? What is your follow-up process? And as you can tell, I'm just asking questions. And so if you ask yourself these questions of, well, how often would I like to follow up with my potential clients? Where do I want all my potential clients to be stored at, like in one place? If when I said this, the first thing you thought was, I don't even know where all my potential clients are at, then that is your ultimate first system. And again, I would say, open up a Google Sheet or an Excel Sheet and just get them all into one place. Because if they're currently on sticky notes and some are in your website and some are on your phone and some are you're talking to on Facebook Messenger, the very first thing is just corral them all into one place so that you can see them. And that can be as simple as an Excel sheet. And what's amazing about that is it's simple and so there's less resistance to getting started. And any good CRM system that you're going to move into after that, you can import from an Excel sheet or Google sheet. And so again, just make it its most simplest form and get started with the next step to get some organization around it and not think, oh my gosh, I need a system for everything in my business. So yeah, broad strokes, simple steps. And maybe if you're positioning it as asking yourself questions, but also like, what would you tell somebody if they were going to do it for you? Like, what are the steps? Is that like a good way to sort of walk your brain through what you would want to put out there? Yeah. My favorite way to get started is actually a checklist. Because when I think of writing a whole SOP and processes and procedures, that's so overwhelming. And so if you just ask yourself, what do you do first? And then what do you do second? And then what do you do next? It does not even need to be perfect. Here's where you actually edit it. Is you pull that list out the next time you do it and you see where there's holes or maybe you didn't get everything on the checklist and you fill it out some more. This checklist is, again, the best place to start because now you're thinking ahead of time what happens next, next, next so that you can move through it. Creates efficiency. It also allows you to jump into a task. Maybe there's multiple steps and we all know we get distracted, right? Like the kids come in, 
something else gets our attention, it also allows for errors to be reduced because now you know where you left off on the process. And in the future, you can hand that list over to a potential person on your team that can help you with it. So checklists, that's as simple as it needs to be, really. Yeah, so a checklist, not a full operations manual. No, no. I mean, if I actually ever found a small business owner, a solopreneur kind of with a small team, like under three people with a whole operations manual, I would know that time has been invested, that there's no way you're getting a return on that investment anytime soon. Because things change so frequently, right? I actually want to share some tools on creating systems that I have found to be incredibly helpful. So I would identify myself as an external processor. I love to talk. And writing things out is my version of pulling my nails off. Like I like systems, but writing it out is not it. So a great way to do this is to use a program called Loom, L-O-O-M. And you can actually screen record you doing something. Like maybe it's how you post things to your social media or how you schedule your social media or how you process through your emails. All you have to do, and it's free, is you can record yourself. And now you're creating a recording library to anyone that can take it over for you. And this is how you can do it. And it's very inexpensive and very easy to create that resource for anyone in the future that's going to take over on any system in your business. And I've actually heard that tip before. And what it does for you is that you actually are doing the task. So not just trying to remember what it is you should be doing. Right. Yeah. And it's also, you can create like a table of contents. So if you got a Google Doc out, it gives you a URL. And so you can say how to process my emails, how to schedule my social media posts. And then you just link out to the video. And now you have a table of contents for anyone that you're bringing on of this is how we do things in my business. And now you don't need to also spend your time training them. So you're creating a system for yourself, but also in the future, you don't need to be spending more time training them. You just send them the link. This is how I like it done. And if I'm following this path of how this works well, then if you're actually doing the task when you're doing the loom, then you've removed the excuse that you don't have time to make a system because you're doing it while you're doing the thing you already had to do. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I want to elaborate on this. When we think of our time, we want to think of it as an investment. And here's what is most difficult for business owners is like, I don't want to slow down. Like it's, I'm slowing down enough. Like I'm going hundred miles an hour. I've got all these ideas. Like why would I slow down? The answer is, is because this is an investment of your time. Like slowing down now allows you to go fast in the future. And so slowing it down now will also create less mistakes, less inefficiencies. When you create a checklist, you're getting it out of your head, which we all know can be like all over the place, right? Like for any given person on any given day, we don't want to see inside our heads. And so when we get it out of our heads and put it on paper, on a checklist, it is so much easier to see when there's redundancies, when there's tasks that are getting done that don't need to get done anymore. Because oftentimes we do things kind of in a Frankenstein kind of methodology is like, oh, well, I did it that way. And then you tweaked it and you tweaked part of the process, but you never looked at it as a whole to see that there's a lot of redundancies. One good question to ask yourself when you're looking at the checklist is to say, why am I doing this? And it is so simple. But before I actually started my company, I did consulting in corporate. 
And my job was to sit with each employee and ask them, well, why do you do this? And if the answer was because we've always done it that way, or I don't know, it's literally a red flag to the consultant of this is a great place to find efficiency. Because that means that there's no real reason that's attached to the outcome of why it's getting done. And so if you just ask yourself, why am I doing this? And if it's, oh, because I've always done it that way, quite frankly, there's probably a better way to do it. Because that's how we've always done it has got to be one of my biggest pet peeves ever. It drives me nuts whenever anybody can't give you a good reason, but just because that's how we do it. Oh, watch out. <laughs> I know. I know. I remember I was like, well, cause my brain doesn't do that. Like I am always the person that's questioning everything, right? Like I am just a questioner at heart. And so when I would sit down and ask this question and people would answer that way, I'm like, I mean, I don't think I could hide what my face looked like when they would say just because I've, it's always been done that way. And I'm like, no, there's got to be a reason like this. Our time is so valuable. Let's make sure that our being is efficient. And Now, we are small business owners that are oftentimes working overtime, right? Like, I mean, our heart is in our businesses. Well, when you're talking to employees in corporate, we're looking at how do you make your job less stressful? How do you not work overtime and you're on salary? And so you do want to reclaim that time. There's always a reason why we want to be more efficient. In corporate, there's the company wants to make more money. And so it's harder for the employee to see the reason why. But I'll tell you what, as small business owners, literally, we're getting sweat equity. Like it is our time. Our time is so valuable. And so if you're being inefficient without systems, then that's why maybe you're missing some dinners or soccer practice or not being able to be present with our children or whatever matters most. And to me, that is the best reason to want to slow down and prioritize systems, even when it feels a little icky, because the long run, the benefit is so, there's just such a big benefit in doing the hard thing, which is creating systems and processes. Amazing. So as we wrap up, I know that you have some resources that might help people figure out some things when they're figuring this stuff out. They can come and find you. Tell us where to find you and what you have for people to check out. Yeah. So we talked about why systems are so important and how to get started so simply. But the number one reason why people don't want to do systems is because they think they don't have the time. And so I have a free mini training called Take Back Your Time. It's 25 minutes and it will literally show you how to get back 30 minutes every single day. And these are strategies that I've shared with my one-on-one coaching clients. And I've created this training because I no longer want business owners to have their businesses suffer because they're saying things like, I don't have enough time. So you can grab that training over at theproductivityspecialist.com forward slash take back your time. Awesome. And we will link to that in the show notes as well. And people can come and find you all the links to your website and all of that will be there. As we wrap up, is there any final thought that you want to share with everybody? Absolutely. So I'm going to close out the same way I close out on my podcast. I say, no change, no change. Without taking action, nothing will change for you or your business. So we've had a great conversation of the importance of systems and talked about how we can create simplicity. And chances are you're listening and shaking your head yes as you're driving or you're jogging or walking. That is not where you're going to see the difference. The difference is, is like, okay, just commit right here, right now. What is one system I can make a checklist for? And it's most simplest form. 
and do that and get that win. And that win will give you the momentum to do another system and another system. So keep it simple, take action and go get those wins in your business. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me. Everybody can go check out Amber and all of her resources. And thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to serve your audience. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you got a lot of value and ideas out of it. Until the next episode, come and hang out some more with me. I've got a free Facebook group that's called Building Your Next Level Biz. I share lots of trainings. I do all kinds of mini workshops in there that are all free. So check out the show notes. Come and join me there. And that will be our place to hang out between episodes.